Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everybody, how you doing? Happy Monday. Start of another glorious work week. Not. Uh, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. Let me click this thing off because sometimes it will come back to life on me and scare me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be your host for the next hour or so. Got a great show for you. Good friend of ours, Marion Muter, coming on to chit-chat for a while. Uh, but I have a few announcements to make. Um, you know, I, I do the show, but I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We are 45 up and down the state, just recruited a bunch of new members that are going to be starting. And that means if you have a paranormal issue anywhere in the state, we can get to you. We also have branches in Oregon, Washington, Nevada, and Hawaii. So we've expanded quite a bit. However, you know, when everybody thinks of California, they think of us like Hawaii, right? Beach Boys songs, beaches. Well, it is like that. If you live on the west coast, if you live on the coast part, but there's a lot of stuff inland and there's a lot of stuff that's not inland. So not only are you going to get your beach areas, but you get high desert, low desert, mountains, and a lot of farmland. So although you get a hold of us, say on a Monday, we may not be able to get out to, to talk with you until like a Wednesday, because it takes us a couple days from whatever location we're in to get to you. However, don't dismay. We have uh, mediums on staff. Who can call you and talk to you about what may or may not be going on. And in most cases, they'll settle down the activity for you until we can get out there. But I promise you it won't be more than two days that it takes us to get out to your location. That sounds like something you're interested in or you have problems going on. Check us out on Facebook. Um, over on Instagram, I'm under Ghosty Gal. Facebook, we're under California Haunts and California Haunts Radio. Uh, Twitter, we're under California Haunts. TikTok, we're under California Haunts. Twitch, I believe we're Cal Haunts. It's hard to remember all those. I think there's a few others, too, I would mention. So feel free to do that. Also, a couple quick announcements. Starting Saturday, I'm putting together a meditation club, which means uh, two to three days a week, I'm going, to put, I'm going to do guided meditations with a group of ten people, ten lucky people. And uh, we're going to work on our health. We're going to work on, we're going to work on our, 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 our minds. We're going to work on a lot of things with these meditations. And this is a club, so that means for one fee, say like 25 bucks, 25 bucks for the month, you will get to meditate three to four times a week with me for 30, for 30 31 days. Okay? And it's exclusive. I've only got 10 spots available. You want to check that out, go over to California Haunts Meetup at meetup.com. California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team, meetup.com. Or if you look at the description of this show, there's a link that's right at the bottom of the description that you can click on. But it's going to be an It's going to be a fun, you know, meditation meetup, three to four times a week. We'll see how it goes. I may add more. Okay, so uh, we're just going to get started on that, and that's going to start next Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific. We're going to do. We're going to do that. Okay. Also on Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to be teaching a psychic development class two, which means if you if you you know if if you have a psychic ability, you don't know quite what it is or how to really handle it. 
uh, people that took my first class were more beginners, and you know, I taught them how to open and close that close the ethereal door, visit their spirit libraries and things like that. But this one we're gonna we're gonna explore everything. I'm, I'm gonna, I have exercises in, in clairvoyance and uh, you know almost all the forms of psychic ability. And that's how we can narrow down what you might be good at. You know, there's some psychics that can do two or three things. There's some like Nancy Matz uh, and Bedu that can do that can, can, can just about do everything. But sometimes people are, I'm limited, I'm limited to what I can do. To be honest, I, I am. I, I can only do maybe two things. I hear voices, and I, I also can sense whether it's a man or a woman. That's that's what I can do. And then during these uh, development classes, I'm really good at sending. So if I'm if we're, if we're doing senior college or whatever, I can send the stuff. I'm, I'm really good at it. But anyway, if you're interested in maybe taking a look to see how advanced your skills are, or what you know, whether you might be clairvoyant, clairaudient, you know, whatever, this is what the psychic development class two is for. So check that out as well. There should be a description and a link and within the description of this show. Or just uh, go on over to California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team Meetup, and it's over there, okay, for your perusal. All right. So if you're watching from Facebook tonight, and a lot of you are, please feel free to uh, follow if you haven't done so already. And also, uh, do me a favor, and if you, if you like what you hear, share the show. Share us. Share us everywhere. I mean, there might be somebody in your house that's, that's kind of making dinner or something or watching, watching football. I never searched the football tonight. Uh, but or baseball, right? And just say, hey, there's this little show over here that I kind of like. Why don't you come over and check it out? Because that's how, that's how we get followers. That's how we get subscribers. Is it's, it's word of mouth. It's word of mouth. So if you could do that, that would be great. Also, uh, like I said, if you haven't done so already, hit that follow button. And if you like what you see, please be feel free to comment over the comment section. And show me some love. Show me some hearts. You know, show me some, some happy faces or whatever. Because what that does is Facebook has an algorithm. And it puts... It, it, it puts us up higher in, in, in that algorithm, okay? So that means we get out to more people. The show, you know, the, the, the show gets out to more people. So that would be great. YouTube works the same way, okay? So feel free, if you haven't subscribed already, there's over 700 videos over there of this show alone, the last three years of this show. And you can check them all out. You can peruse them, all kinds of topics. I'm sure you'll find something you like. Plus, you know, we're, we're always looking for subscribers. So if you haven't done so already, feel free to subscribe. And uh, do the same thing. Happy faces, comments, all that good stuff, because that moves us up in that algorithm. Okay? If anybody's over here from TikTok watching the show tonight, welcome. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm out of breath. Mary Muter has turned into a great friend. Uh, this is, uh, she's done several appearances on the show, and every time she comes on, it's really fun to have her on. And I'm excited tonight. She's got a new book out. And she's had quite the adventures over the last few months, and we're going to talk to her about her adventures, plus the haunted castle. She lives in the haunted castle, so we can talk about that a little bit. So we've got a big night ahead of us, but uh, I'll, let's bring Mary in and uh, get the show on the road. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. I'm good. Time to stay cool. That, I'm sure you're very hot over there. <laughs> My internet, I'm not positive if it is good or not. So if you can't hear me, let me know. Or if I'm breaking you're, you're up. You're good. I can hear you just fine. Oh, good. Good. Well, it's nice to see you, Charlotte. Thanks for having it's me. It's good to see you. It's always fun to see you. See, you know, I've got my assistant back here, too. So he's watching. Oh, yes. He'll make the internet work. <laughs> right? He does with that force. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so what's yeah, going on over there? 
Well, <laughs> Aside from heat. Anything interesting activities? Yeah. I've had some interesting activity going on. And it's like, you know, I always tell myself not to put apps on my phone and fart around with that stuff because I know it's an active house. It's like your house. Mm -hmm. And I did one day, and it startled me because this is where I primarily film my show. Yeah. And then I film a lot of my TikTok here, unless, unless I'm doing product endorsement and I have to do it in the big studio or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I get on this thing, and uh, it's, it's, it's one of those talking things, you know, we're, we're pre programmed talking things. And I'm like, you know, well, is there anybody here with me? First message that comes through is, am I on video? What? So whoever it is, is here all the time and knows that this is why I'm shooting all my shows and stuff. And I was wow. like, and this is precisely the reason <laughs> I don't do that stuff in my house, you know? But yeah, yeah. major wow. Holy um, cow. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I suspect it was my brother. But because uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I've been thinking about it since it happened like a month ago, and it sounds like something that my brother would say, you know, am I on video? But yeah, it's just weird. And like, uh, you know, I've been told by other psych, uh, by Nancy Matts, that my family will stand behind me in front of where the backdrop is and watch me do the show. So, okay, as long as it's family, I'm good, you know. But I've had stuff disappear on me. I think the fairies are at it again. So I have to, I have to always ask the fairies for help. I'll play something down, and then boom, it's gone. And then I say, well, you know, can you please give it back to me? Boom, it's back, you know. So yeah. I've been having that going on. But uh, yeah, this house is always active. It's, it's like yeah. your place. You know, awesome. yeah, fairies awesome. are mischievous little beings, that's for sure. <laughs> they are. You know what? We've been reading your uh book. Oh, have and you? Yes, which one? The book so of various letters, the book of the book of various letters. Wow. I love it, I love every wow. second of it. You know, I have letters that aren't published, I have so many of them. I was thinking of writing um letters from the attic because there's letters in the attic as well, but I've got probably three or four hundred of them and and some actually pretty good ghost stories i'll send them over to you you can read them that could be really cool and you know what's interesting is i've never read well the only poem i've read out loud is the night before christmas mm -hmm. you know christmas time so i've never really got the opportunity to read poetry out loud and this is this was really cool this last sunday because i was reading yours and i was trying to get into the rhythm you know, <laughs> I was trying to get into yeah. the rhythm of the poems. and i know people were looking at me like what are you nuts and i'm like no i'm just yeah. here <laughs> i'm just here you know here. You, you kind of have to do it with a witchy voice because as I was writing them, I'm sure my, my voice was like over something, <laughs> something wicked this way comes. <laughs> it's a great book. In fact, when I finish it, I'm going to go in and get in. I want to read the follow-up one. Yes, I the will. I'll send it over to you. Oh yeah. I want to continue with that one. Yeah. That was great. I learned things about you that I didn't know, you know, and, uh, I know one of my frequent listeners says, my God, I didn't know that about Marin, you know. Yeah. And so we were talking about you yesterday about, about oh, the book. You know, well, so I, every, every book I write has a little bit more information kind of behind the scenes. And, it, and each book that I write actually pulls in some of these uh, flower lady letters, which is, is kind of fun because it's a theme that weaves, obviously, throughout my entire life. So, and then the next, so I think the most recent book was um, Your Quantum Brain. Well, I know mm -hmm. it was, but I'm in the process of writing The Chocolate Syndicate, which is another mm -hmm. fascinating story. So I think you'll, you'll appreciate that one. And 
ahead. Your um, quantum brain book is in the mail. That went out yesterday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. And you know what? I love you. Your, your homemade chocolates rock. I can tell you that. I still have hot chocolate <laughs> making with it. You know, my mom was always get a big piece of fish bread, make some cocoa, and boom. And that's what I do. Yep. It's just so good. And this 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 very book of very letters explains why you make it. I mean, it's perfect. I mean, the whole thing just it all it all fits together. <laughs> yeah, it all weaves together. <laughs> that's for sure. That's so, pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm just getting. I'm just. I just um got a whole bunch of cocoa beans in, so I'm getting ready to start with the chocolate for this autumn. So. Oh, that's awesome. Day. The house is full of chocolate and ghosts and ghosts. So I have an interesting story for you. I don't know how to screen share okay. or audio share yet, okay. but I think we'll start with an audio. And this happened a week and a half ago. Um, actually, I think, is that right? When my last fireside, so two weeks, three weeks ago, my last fireside chat session. And I do two sessions, one in the morning and one in the afternoon or evening. I'll have to check that out because the only reason why I haven't attended is because they've been in the morning and I'm not a morning person. Yeah. You know, I'm working until 2, 3 a.m. So Exactly. Know. Well, now I've restarted the afternoon sessions because there, oh, cool. there are people from all over the world and different time zones. And some people like to sleep in because they're well, up all night. Charlie. I will be there. I will be there to watch. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the second session... I were in the middle and, and I'm and people ask questions. So it's a lot of fun. I open up with a topic and then everybody can kind of ask questions just like mm -hmm. your viewers can tonight. And there's one question it was like basically why bother? Why are we bothering with life? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm contemplating it. And all of the sudden, and you're going to appreciate this, you know when the energy gets real thick mm -hmm. and it's palpable and you know something's there. So in the audio version, the microphone actually picks up the palpitation, the increasing of this energy. And it's like, wrong, wrong. And then I just know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, something is going to happen. And sure enough, which I'll play for you, it throws this, I, I brought it closer. So here, okay. So this is a metal, I mean, it's heavy. It's no a kidding. steel. Wow. Okay, there you go. I feel like we went on a field trip there for a second. Um, so it usually sits over by my fireplace that's behind me. And we're in the middle of the session. I'm sitting here, I'm contemplating answering this question. And the palpitation comes in and all of a sudden I just know something's going to happen. And the entity threw that off of the, the thing over there and it sounds like it slammed the door shut. But I just want you to know the door's already shut. So wow. it could, I mean, it's not like they opened and shut the door. It just slammed the door that was already shut. Wow. So I'm going to aim my... I'm going to turn it up loud. <laughs> if you hear it, you hear it. And if we want to replay it, we will. But let's go okay. ahead and take okay. a listen, shall we? <laughs> okay. okay. My volume up. Okay, here you guys go. We're real true life wanting. Why bother? Oh. Wait, could you, could you hear I, that? I, yeah, I heard the bang, yeah. 
Okay, I'm gonna go back and, and listen to that so you can hear the energy, ready? Right there. Oh. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, stop. Oh, look, 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 wait. There's a visitor, there's a visitor. Can you guys see him? Ah, please, no, 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 no. Wow. He definitely wanted your attention, that's for sure. Wow. That's yep. incredible. So you're calling it. I am. I'd be like, well, I think that's about it for the show, guys. Thank you. I'll see you later. Goodbye. I Goodbye. did. I, I kept going. I mean, it, the haunting didn't keep going, but I but I did. I was like, oh, my God, I was not expecting that. So, I mean, it took me a few minutes to, to collect myself because it was so completely unexpected. Absolutely. And see, then... I Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm okay when it's somebody else's haunting. Yeah. But if it's my own, I'm just like, I'm done. Good luck. Don't do that again. You know. <laughs> yes. So the other the other treat I had tonight, and I this is where I wish I knew how to screen share. I don't know if you can walk me through it, but what I wanted to show you, because I do talk about this um, particular event just because it's something I caught on tape, mm -hmm. and I've not ever played it for anyone for all these years wow. and i was like oh you know what let's let's show your audience this and we can kind of go through what it looks like when an entity turns a light off and on and how that's different from you know maybe your electricity going out or something mm -hmm. like that because mm -hmm. you can actually see these bulbs expand and produce more light than they are even meant to produce so um no let's that's see i'm gonna hit this video share video file okay la playa okay oh, I see it. I so you can it. see it okay. i can't I really see it. see it okay here we go up there come on share the screen okay, okay. and you're gonna hear my groggy voice go. so we're gonna come back now, this is in a hotel room. There's no mm -hmm. timer on the bathroom light. It's 3.33 in the morning, and I'm, and it actually started at 3.33 in the morning. I think this one is at like 3.40 mm -hmm. because it happened three times. But if we go really slow, I'm going to try to do this slow. We can see the bathroom light turn on, and it's going to make the entire... So look how bright that screen is. Wow. Okay, and these are LED lights, so they shouldn't be expanding like that. But you can see it pulsing. Right. And it's going to come back here and fill that screen. And then it will pulse again. And then in a few minutes, it will turn off. But it, it continues That's to pulse for, for about a minute and a half. Um, and it did this three times, so we'll just go wow. ahead and play it in its entirety here. Okay, cool. I'm still in bed. <laughs> There's my grog. I'm still in bed. Oh. <laughs> so I had the phone propped up because it, because the first time it did it and I wasn't expecting it to do it again. Um, I just thought, okay, and and then it started, then the energy started filling up the room again, and I just propped my phone up because I kept going back to sleep. I was so 
exhausted mm -hmm. and luckily caught it um, the two more times. So this time and then another time. And the light turns off by itself too. So it would stay on like this, it would pulse and it would pulse for a few minutes and then turn off. And then I'd be like, okay, maybe that was it. But the next morning I checked out of the hotel and let's see, I can stop. I don't know how to stop this. Remove, remove from stream. I don't know how to get out of it now. Oh, leave. No, I don't want to leave studio. You're going to be in charge of this. So the next morning I left and checked out of the hotel and then went and got some coffee and I'm sitting there and I just hear this mom and I looked around to see if any kids were yelling mom but oh shit I'm sorry I rooted her by accident I'm sorry I said the wrong word to you. I rooted her by accident I mean to you let's get her back in I rooted her by accident <laughs> I did it on purpose hang on hang on hang on I actually said the S word all right let me get this going let's get it she'll come back in sorry I booted you I didn't think it would Sorry, I booted you. Oh my god, come back. Come back. I booted you. I actually said a bad word, didn't I, guys? All right. Hopefully she comes back in. <laughs> well, that was productive, wasn't it? I was thinking I could get rid of the video itself, but I couldn't. I should have just clicked off. So give me a second. Oh, there we go. Oops. Hold on, here we go. Oops. Welcome, welcome. I didn't think it would do that. I thought, you know, if I clicked on it and it said boot from studio, I thought, okay, it's going to boot that one, but no. It booted us all. Well, me. <laughs> that was it. It took us all. We're done with Marin. Yes. Marin's show's done. Boom. Goodbye. Have a nice night. Yeah. All done. <laughs> so you were talking about your mom. Oh, so the next, so the, yeah, so the next morning after that happened, um, I went and I got a cup of coffee and I hear this voice say, mom, mom. And it sounded like it was down the street a little bit. And I was like, boy, this kid really wants their mom. And there's nobody else around. I'm looking and, and it was my son who had passed away. And I was like, oh, so I went back to the hotel and the, receptionist and i know your viewers have heard this story but it's such a fabulous story so i i get there and the receptionist is like miss muter would you like to go back up to your room and i said yes may i have a key and she's like you don't need a key <laughs> so i walk up the stairs and all of a sudden that thick energy it's just like a heartbeat and you, the closer you get to the room the stronger it is and the door is ajar and there's cleaning supplies everywhere the mattress is upturned the pillows are everywhere. I mean, it looks like a tornado went through it mm -hmm. and you just stand in there. And really, I mean, I guess it would be like Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, where they're just like, okay, there's something huge in here. And it was, it was my son. So, and there was also another, the in, interesting thing was, is it wasn't just only my son. There was another entity with him. And mm -hmm. I think that that entity is, um, you'll hear about these hauntings at that same hotel from a woman or a girl. And that's, it was a female energy or an entity that was in there with my son. So that was, that that's goes cool. along with the lights that we just saw. 
That is really cool. The only thing I could say that I've experienced close to that light was we did a residential out here in Roseville. Mm-hmm. And I was I know because I was standing in front of the light switch that the dang light was off. But yeah. uh, we were communicating with this with this ghost in Spanish. And it would reply with, you know, two blinks for yes and two, you know, one blink for no. But the light was replying for us. Wow. But that's something I can see that was ever close to, to what you experienced. That's incredible. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you took this trip yes. to see these haunted locations. Yes. Tell me about your trip. Well, uh, the trip went very well. And I'll be going back to Arizona in October because I'm doing a seminar there. And I'm going to take everybody at the end of the seminar to one of the locations that I went, which is it, it's called the Goldfield Gold Mine. And it's mm-hmm. in Mesa, Arizona, or Goldfield, Arizona, right near there. So it, it's built up. We can go get ice cream and go to the restaurant and stuff like that. But when we go there, you're going to be able to feel the history and you're going to be able to feel the entities that live in this area. It is definitely a wonderful experience and something that we can all kind of do together. So let's see. Last time, yeah, last time I told you about the car that flipped in front of me on the way. Mm -hmm. But as for hauntings, there were a couple hotels that I that I went to on the way back that had some haunting activity, but it really wasn't so active when I was there, but I was able to talk to management and I was able to talk to a couple people that had experienced hauntings while I was there. And, and, you know, I love hearing those stories. I love going to these places because even if the hauntings are active or not, you can feel, you can feel the presence of these entities, which I love. (laughs) I do. I just love being in those places. Um, let's see. I was trying to think if there's anything else interesting. My castle is basically falling apart right now. <laughs> That's the biggest thing going on in my life. Because of the floods and all the storms in Vermont, the driveway completely washed away. So literally, I'm hiking the driveway. I can't even ride a bicycle down the driveway. So I get a bicycle down, I go, and there's no grocery store in the area either. So it's like we have this little teeny tiny, I guess it's kind of like a grocery store, but not really. (laughs) There's not much to pick from. So I get a couple supplies and then I hike the bike back up. And my car was on top of the hill. So sitting by my castle that is now like a waterfall when it rains, All the windows are like literal waterfalls. So I'm sitting in my car and I'm going to say it was probably, I'm going to say thank you to the fairies for saving me on this one. So I'm I'm in my car. I'm like, hey, I need to turn my car on and kind of move it because I don't want it to get stuck and have its battery not run. So Mm -hmm. I'm doing that. And I have kind of this moat that goes around the castle on half of the castle. And I turn the car on and right when I do that, (laughs) the ground beneath the car with me in it goes into the moat and the moat's 30 feet deep. So this happened like a week ago. (laughs) And I'm going to say thank you, fairies, because I had a a tire that got caught on a root. And so it didn't submerge all the way, but I'm sitting there going, 
Oh my gosh. So that's the biggest excitement from around here is that's that's what happened last week. Well, you lived there a few years. Why is it doing this now? Oh, because we had we're in a, a federal disaster area due to okay. all of the rain and the storms. And so everything has just washed away. I mean, it's just incredible what's going on. There's this um, amphitheater. Why well, call it an amphitheater? It's an old stone um, amphitheater, I guess, with made of granite. And that even started sinking. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just wow. going to be a, a rubble. We're going to be camp. Your bedrooms are going to be like <laughs> rubble. And this this triangle of stone, you get to hide a bed in there. Well, I mean, the ground gets so inundated with water, it's not going to hold anything, you know. And oh. that happened here. I mean, I lost you know, my, my big maple tree, and then I had a branch come down on my fence. So the branch is still partially there. We're still trying to get that out of here. Oh, you know, the, this whole weather season was horrible. Or it is horrible. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it just seems like everywhere has something. Hawaii's on fire. And, you know, to have Hawaii on fire, that's that's crazy. And California and Canada and the East Coast, I mean, it's just one thing after another. The earth is kind of going, oh. <laughs> do you think that, you know, you know, without getting in deep about revelations and all that, do you think this is the beginning of, the, of, that, of that change that's supposed to happen, that cycle? Oh, absolutely. I think that it. we might not even just... I mean, person-wise, in our time frame, it feels like it's the very, very beginning. But I think mm -hmm. this has been building up for some time. And yes, it, it is at the kind of beginning part, but mm -hmm. I think the changes are already underway mm -hmm. and so significantly that we're able to feel them, witness them, and experience them. When at the very onset of it, it happened gradually. And mm -hmm. as we got closer to this change, it's going to speed up exponentially. And that's what we're feeling. I mean, it just feels like everything is topsy-turvy because it literally is topsy-turvy. We've got the core of the earth that is changing its direction. And so as that happens, the crust is going to end up having to follow it. <laughs> but right now the core is changing. The crust is continuing its normal mm -hmm rotation, but that's going to have to shift over. So we are in for some very interesting times. And that's not just environmentally, because the way that people are going to behave and the way that other animals are going to behave are going to change. And so if the behavior of people are going to change, we're going to see, um, you know, economically huge differences. Mm -hmm. We're going to see interaction, how people interact with each other, huge changes. Mm -hmm. And we're already, you know, starting to encounter that right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's only getting more and more wild, you know. And, uh, well, like you say, we see it. I mean, obviously, Hawaii is burning or it's done, it's done burning at this point. But it's sad. You know, it's sad to see that. Because my comment was to one of my Hawaiian friends that Pele, even though it's, it's horrible for you guys as residents, Pele is cleansing, is cleansing the area for some reason. Correct. It's a cleansing. Yeah. You know. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> and it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard, but the earth is going through a natural cycle and, and it's taking care of itself. And the mm -hmm. thing is, is our bodies are of the earth, but our spirits mm -hmm. continue on. 
but our body is is something of the earth and so if the earth needs to cleanse certain things in certain areas and we're a part of that then it's just biologically our body changes or you know there's a reduction in population but mm -hmm. the spirit continues on your consciousness continues on so it's it feels scary down here while we're in it but ultimately it's going to be okay yeah but you did like you say this has been going on though it's not like this is an instant thing because i mean for the last few years last few years there's, there's been disaster after disaster after disaster somewhere that's right so at least it's happening gradually and not shoot not shoot us in the photo at once yeah i mean we can we can go back we can go back a long long time like a mm -hmm. century but if we just even look at the last 50 years we can see the exponential increase in weather system and weather pattern and mm -hmm. you know cooling and part of you know the 1970s when it said we we're gonna you know global cooling and it's the aerosol cans that are causing our planet to start entering another ice age and now we're now we're doing the polar opposite but all of that is just a natural fluctuation of the environment and it feels like it's going a lot faster right now because we're in this exponential phase where mm -hmm. it's just built up over time so 50 years ago it didn't feel like so much no and 40 years ago and now it just feels like it is chaos <laughs> well you know a good example was covid you know when we were all locked up because a lot of the a lot of the streams and rivers cleared up on their own because nobody yeah. was out swimming and doing whatever you know what i mean exactly look at the whales the whales were so happy and now that we put boats back in there the whales are like get out of here you stupid yeah. boat you know they're attacking boats when they weren't attacking boats beforehand at least yeah. to this amount <laughs> that they're attacking yeah, it was amazing you know the photos they showed you now los angeles and the rivers you know and how clear they got and that's because we weren't out messing them up man yeah. is the worst man is our worst enemy yeah and the thing is is we're not heard i mean okay bear with me people that are listening <laughs> we're not hurting the earth what we're doing is we're hurting our own environment we're hurting ourselves mm -hmm. because the earth is going to be fine we saw just in a matter of months how incredibly blue the sky is actually weeks if right. the second we went down and did that shut and all of a sudden the skies became blue and the plants started overtaking and the animals overtook and in no time. So the only thing that we're hurting is ourselves. We're removing mm -hmm. our own environment and we're going to be extinguishing ourselves basically, but the earth is going to be okay. Of course. It's kind of like with that movie Logan's run, you know, uh, when, when they finally get out because they were afraid to get out, but then they realized that the overgrowth from all the, all the trees and everything uh, took over everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what's going to happen. The earth will always survive. You know, there's Native American legends about that and, and it was always going on top. So it probably won't be in my lifetime, but <laughs> no, it will always come out on top. Who knows? Maybe I'll really be, end up being reborn as a thistle bush. I don't know. But, yeah, you know. Maybe we'll make a great tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I always wanted to be tea. <laughs> a cocoa plant would be great. I love chocolate, so I mean, I'd be running, you know, make me a cocoa right. plant. I'm good. <laughs> well, it is interesting, and you, you, you have an older home. It's a castle, just like mm -hmm. I have an older home, 
So when we do get this inclement weather, it makes things really interesting to be living in an older home. That's right. That's right. It it definitely shakes and rattles and rolls, that's for sure. <laughs> but when my big tree fell, you know, right away, I was half asleep. First thing I thought was it was very normal because I thought, what the hell did that? It sounded like a bowling ball hit my floor. Oh, and my I, God. What the hell got thrown? And who is it? And then the next morning, I go out to open my back door. And I couldn't get out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bunch of branches there. Ah. Oh, you know. That's scary. Boy, were you lucky. Holy cow. We, yeah, because the, the way the house is designed and where this tree was, the only thing that's back there in that area is a, what we used to call the playroom, which is where all my toys were as a kid. So there's uh -huh. a spot in there right now. So that's what got, that's what got, what got hit by the tree. It ended up on that. It could have been worse because had the house been designed like a normal house, my, I would have got it. That's the living room. Oh, holy so cow. That's we left out. You know, with that. Okay, so I don't know why your, your playroom is making me think of this, but tell me more about your uh, meditation. What want, what brought that on for you to want to do this meditation thing? Well, I got diagnosed with congestive heart failure initially. I started meditation, and it helped. It brought my EF up from 30 all the way to 55. Oh, wow. Just through meditation. And so I thought it would be nice because a lot of people are stressed out right now. You know, there's a lot people are financially stressed, the whole ballgame. And I thought it would be nice to put together, like, because I used to work with, uh, with I call it, I call it, it's kind of like Star Wars. I call it my master, you know, my, my psychic master. And she would do a meditation every day at 7 p.m. And I learned to do all those meditations. So I thought, well, why not take that knowledge that I've learned and help other people? Mm -hmm. And so that's where it came from. And so I decided, like, put a club together, 10 spots. And, you know, it's one fee for the month for everybody, you know, for each person. But um, I, I will be concentrating, like I said, on health, on, on health, money, what, you know, whatever to, con mm -hmm. to concentrate on to teach people. So that's what I'm going to be doing because I haven't been meditating. I noticed my health isn't as good as it was when I was meditating straight through. Yeah. So I want to get back into that and try and turn that around. Oh, that's interesting. I was wondering yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, I get so deep in meditation, it looks like I fall asleep. But yeah, I get really, really, you know, in that trance. Yeah, so it's I nice. will see in the trance. It's nice. It's so good. It's nice. <laughs> so, what are your nights like at the house? Let's talk about that. Do you, do you do you know you have visitors walking around your house, or are they fairly quiet? <sighs> um, some days it's just silent, and I'm like, wow, there's nothing here anymore. I'm like, maybe I made it all up. I don't really ever think that. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just like, okay, where, where is everybody? And then some days it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. So right now, I don't know if you can hear it. It sounded literally just about five minutes ago. It sounded like someone dropped a ball upstairs and it bounced. I don't know if your audio picked it up and if, you know, you guys want to go back. And when you first put that, um, that video or the, the, the audio on, Mm -hmm. I heard something fall, but it didn't sound like when, when the statue fell. It was a different kind of kind, kind of boom. Yeah. So replay it, and if you're watching this, replay it and see if you can get it because it did sound like there was like a ball and something bounced. That's so that wasn't that. from the recording before. That was actually in the room above me. Because okay, that's why my first reaction was, "Oh, I heard this whatever you're talking about," yeah. and it wasn't that. It was just whatever this ball is. That yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and the other thing. Um, 
that we had some other activity today. I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, I had bats in my house. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Those were the big things. So that's good luck. I, I, I think bats are good luck. So, but I had, I was sitting eating dinner and then all of a sudden I was being dive bombed by bats. That was really interesting. And I don't know how they got in. The flues are all shut. The doors, I mean, they're, how they're getting, I don't know how they got in this particular time. So that's bats. Um, I'm trying to think of that entity because I think the last time we spoke also, I was telling you about that entity that kind of elven or fairy creature that was in the forest. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is yes, they've been around, but with all of the chaos on the property, it it's kind of getting lost in the noise of everything mm -hmm. else. But it's almost like they have to clean up their little sections and the chaos that that's ensuing there. But I don't think it's like a stressful thing. It's more like a playing thing, mm -hmm. like zipping in and out of the trees. And my dog, Gray, who is there sounding very asleep right now has been chasing them like crazy so and she'll and she never barks she only barks at bears and at these entities but you can tell the difference like a bear bark is really really deep and then the entity bark is like kind of playful and she's definitely been doing that so i'm waiting to see what happens once things for me settle down to right. see how much this activity has changed or if it's quieted, but I think it's going to increase activity. That's my guess that I'm going to see a lot more um, movement because the earth mm -hmm. moved, it's released things, it's jiggered things around. So I think that we've, we've got a lot of energy release in this area. <laughs> I know my dog will stand on the end of my couch and she looks into my den room where my cats are. She's not looking at the cats. So I don't know what the heck she's looking at, but there's always something in there that she's staring at. Or she gets up on the back. It's unnerving. Is I'll be watching TV and she gets up on the on the back part of the couch and she peers over my shoulders at something. Yeah, yeah. You so, know they they see so differently than we do, and we we guess kind of you know what does the dog see, and we put when we study dog sight and bird sight and all these other things just via the shape of their eyes we can only put it in through our perspective as people, but animals don't see the world the same way we do. They don't have the same filtration or veil system that we have. So they're <laughs> seeing a heck of a lot more than we are. And we're saying, what are you looking at? What are you barking at? But they're, they're seeing it just as real and tangible mm -hmm. as they see us. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's talk about your book a little bit, your quantum physics book. Okay. Let's see. I had no clue that you were into quantum physics <laughs> until oh, I yes. saw this. Yeah, my whole life is quantum physics. That's, I, I study uh, consciousness and uh, the death and dying process. And I use um, quantum theoretics to prove that consciousness continues. And in doing so, I can show how past life memories work, how we can remember them. And I can also show that our life is whole, total, and complete. 
and that we don't have to come back to relearn lessons and we don't have to come back to do something that we didn't learn here before because this particular life experience for Marin is going to be whole and total and complete. And for Charlotte, mm -hmm. you're going to be whole, total and complete that we are literally the size of a particle. And because of that, we play out just like we can prove in a laboratory that a particle can be in multiple places at the exact same time mm -hmm. and multiple events at the exact same time that we are going to be playing out both sides to every choice that we make and both sides or every um, way that an event could happen to us, it's going to happen to us. So, and that includes endpoints. So we don't have just one death. <laughs> We're going to have a whole bunch of different deaths, but mm -hmm. just me as Marin. And when I'm created and I'm brought down here, <laughs> basically created, that life doesn't have to repeat. That creation explodes just like a firework. And we've actually recorded this in science, which is mm -hmm. amazing. And it looks like this great zinc explosion. It's green. And so it'd be like a sunshine or a firework. And every single one of those little branches of that sunshine or that firework is a potential of this life. And then in the end, we create this beautiful orb, which I call a music note. And it goes into the symphony of our consciousness and... So that that's what I write about in this book. Awesome. awesome. I explain it a little bit more. I, I explain it through a chocolate chip cookie. So. <laughs> well, there are stories, you know, uh, you know that, that science is starting to verify that once somebody dies, they're still conscious of what's going on around them for, for at least, you know, quite a while afterwards. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So people talk about like a, a whole life review or a life review before you die. And that literally happens on the earthbound side. So the tunnel that people are traveling through, the light at the end of the tunnel, all of that is when this body is still viable, when the brain is still viable. Once the brain ceases, there is no more veil. So the life review happens when all frequency in the brain or all the brain waves go away except for one band, and that's the gamma. <laughs> and it's a very deep, deep resonating slow moving one and it that's what stimulates memory and so that is your brain doing your life review you're not going up and having judgment and going through a book or anything like that that's for this particular life and we can see that i mean it can go on for minutes 30 <laughs> minutes after the body is declared dead um if you have an instant death let's say you decapitated. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna. I'm trying to think of something that you are not coming back from. Right. You will still have that life review. It will be super fast. Let's say that you have cancer and you're on your last four weeks. Mm -hmm. Your life review is going to be slower. Your, your brain is going to take its time remembering things. We get a whole bunch of visitors coming in and your life review then actually just stretches out but at the end once everything is done the brain isn't viable anymore there is no more veil you're instantly on the other side which is fantastic that science is starting to look at it or medicine is starting to look at it a little bit deeper but this is what i've dedicated my life to and and it's nice to see that people are starting to 
say, yes, there's something else going on. The hard thing about this study is there's not a lot of money in it. And unfortunately, when there's not a lot of money backing these kind of studies, the studies are slow going and few and far between because there's a lot more money that wants to heal you and make you better. So the death process isn't studied, but the healing and trying to figure out a way to keep you alive and extend your life through medications and things like that. That's where everybody focuses because you can make a lot of money that way, <laughs> but you can't make a lot of money studying death. <laughs> now, when I think about the life review, the way you explain it, and it's not like you say, it's not like St. Peter or whoever's standing there going, well, look at your life and figure out what you did wrong. It's more, it's kind of like a goodbye to your life in a way. It's kind of like, cool. you know, did you, you go through it all, you, you see your life in review and then boom, you cross over and that's it. You know, goodbye life, move on. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's it, You're basically saying goodbye and it's reflectionary. And the reason why it's reflectionary and sometimes we can, you know, we, we will see things that we did that maybe wasn't great. You know, maybe right. we were mean to somebody, but we're going to see all of this stuff and it's not to make you feel bad and you're actually not going to really, you know, be ashamed of it. But what, what it's going to be doing is creating depth and humility and compassion, which far surpasses any amount of love. So right now we, we think of love, but the truest, the most authentic, organic thing that we have is a form of compassion that has no words. And mm -hmm. part of that is humility. And so that's where we get to see all of this stuff in this life review, because it creates depth. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to come out like a, a victim we're going to come out as gratitude and thankfulness and it just turns into something spectacularly, wonderfully deep. Yeah, I was thinking too, as you said that too, maybe it's a, it's a way that, you know, when you are able to, to come back in a different body, it's a lesson that, you know, how, you know, you want to choose different things that you want to focus on in your next life. And by seeing, you know, the mistakes you made in this particular life, you can focus on those things and say, okay, I want to do this. I don't, I don't want to do that action again, but you know, I, I want to work on that. Read the book. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand that that's what a lot of people think, but the thing is, is let's say that we didn't learn. We, we think we didn't learn something. Right. We didn't learn how to brush our teeth. <laughs> and we're like, dang it. I didn't learn to brush my teeth. I want to come back in another body, in another life, and learn to brush my teeth. But the thing is, is in this life experience, we learned to brush our teeth, and we also learned not to brush our teeth. And in mm -hmm. the end, it creates a balance. It creates whole. And that's what this whole life is. If we look at the globe, if we look at the earth, if we look at an apple, I use this, I use this a couple times now recently, the apple. If I held an apple out for you by its stem, can you see the whole apple if I put it right in front of your face? Huh. Okay. Sure. Can you? I think so, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm holding this apple right in front of your face. Can you see the back side of the apple? No. You can't see the whole apple. Can you see the inside of the apple? No. No. So, but, the, but it's three-dimensional, right? Right. Okay. Our life is three-dimensional. 
meaning that there's so much more to our life that we can't see. So every trajectory when we're thinking about this firework is seeing a different part of that apple. Okay. And in the end, once this body is done, we get to experience the entire apple. We get to taste it and everything else. And so there's no reason for us to have to come back and learn something we didn't do because we are creating the whole apple, okay. which is great. The way that we have like past life memories coming in is because our overarching consciousness is full of apples. <laughs> it's a huge orchard and we each have our own orchard. Sometimes in the veiling system that our brain is creating, it's looking for things that are relevant to this life experience. And and it's ethereal information outside of this body. We live in the ethereal realm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as some of this information passes by, our brain says, oh, that's relevant. And it pulls it in through the filtration system. And then all of a sudden, now we have a memory of a past life. <laughs> the second our brain realizes that that isn't relevant to this life anymore, it mutes that memory. And so when we study children, and this is what I, I love talking with children with when they have these past life memories, mm -hmm. because when they get to a certain age, that memory is gone, that their brain has completely muted it. They kind of remember that they had these memories, but they don't really think about that. The only reason why they really kind of remember it is because their parents say, oh my gosh, he wanted me to call him Peter and his name is, you know, Paul. <laughs> For a year, I was supposed to call him Peter and he wanted to meet his real mom and, and wanted me to meet his real mom. The parents remember it far more than the child because it's significant to them because they're thinking, what the world just happened. But once the child's brain realizes that that memory isn't relevant to this life, it mutes it and it just goes back up into, as part of the orchard that it is. So right now we're, we're creating a beautiful apple and we're gonna go and be part of the orchard. That's fascinating. And it makes a lot of sense. Because you know, I've read up and, and obviously seen shows you know, about these kids that have these past lives and, and you're right, you know, when once they hit a certain age, they don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. Interesting. And how did you find all this information out? Is, is this just with your abilities or, or are you doing a lot of research? Um, both. So okay. when I was a child, I, we each have a filtration system. Our brain makes a filtration system mm -hmm. and it, and it creates how we perceive the world. So we each see the world differently, <laughs> which is amazing. That's why we can never really put ourselves in someone else's shoes. But we can see how this filtration system works um, through savantism, let's say. And some children are born and they just know music. It, you put them in front of a piano and at two years old, they're playing and writing and composing and it's amazing. And some children have art and the, the art ability is amazing. But this is due to the filtration system Typically, when somebody is being created and when they're born, that filtration system mutes basically everything, mm -hmm. except for we have to learn how to communicate. But sometimes this veiling system leaves gaps. Doesn't mean to, <laughs> but it leaves little gaps. And so information comes in. So a savant with math 
you have a lot of free flow information with math. There's nothing that they really had to learn. Music, they didn't. For me, this filtration system connected me to the ethereal. So the way that I view life is imagine you're driving down the street and it's a really hot day and you can kind of see that oil vapor. Have you ever seen life, you know, the oil vapor and it makes right, right, things right. like a mirage? Yeah. So that's how I see life all the time. I just see life like a mirage. But I can I can focus that mirage to make it more delineated so things okay. can delineate. But um, I have very bad depth perception. Like <laughs> I have to count literally uh, when cars are driving. I'm like, hey, count between the cars. And then I kind of get a pattern going. <laughs> so when I was a child, I, a lot of the things that I talk about now I just took as matter of fact, like this is just how it is. So the orchard, I could kind of see a little bit of this orchard that we talk about and how it plays into this life and how that on both sides of a choice, which I wrote, um, I put one of those letters in this book on picking my birthday cake. I either got an ice cream cake or a yellow cake with chocolate frosting. And at that point, when I was making that decision, it dawned on me, I actually am going to have both. I'm going to experience what it is like to have both. So from there, growing up, I just kind of kept going and, and writing all of this down. When I became an adult, I wanted to work with people, especially children that have past life memories, because at that point, that was the closest thing that we could get to showing the connection physically and um, mentally, the connection between here and the other side of the veil, meaning that our intuition is real. Like this connection cannot be broken because the information that we're learning here, we're not learning it from the earth. Mm -hmm. As we gain comprehension of what's going on here, that filtration system allows more information in. So that was my, the biggest study of my life was saying, we are bringing information in from the ethereal plane and not from learning one plus one is two and then two plus two is four. We're not forcing learning. We're allowing learning to flow like kind of like a waterfall, which is wonderful. From there, I said, okay, well, let's look at what happens in the death and dying process. And so then I started studying near-death experiences. And those are extremely interesting when we start really delving into there and listening to people's near-death experiences. Depending on what religion they are, um, mm -hmm. kind of dictates the translation, how the brain translates ethereal information, because it has to translate it into something they can recognize. Right. But when we start listening and, and really kind of getting to that baseline of what people are saying, that's when we start saying, okay, this connection is a lot deeper and more important and significant than it is. And this is what, um, you know, when, where people are looking at the tunnel, the light at the end of the tunnel, meeting people, talking to people, where did that happen? Did that happen on the earthbound side or did that happen on the ethereal side? So mm -hmm. we're starting to be able to, to 
you know, say, okay, this is ethereal and this is earthbound, even though the body was declared dead, it's still viable. Mm -hmm. Meaning that the translation of everything that is happening is a little bit different than actually what they experienced. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> no, what? What? What are you laughing? I think it's fascinating. Nothing. I always, I always wonder, I'm like, how well did I explain that? Because yeah, for me, that's, yeah, like it makes, <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense. I can't read, I can't wait to read this now because I mean, it just, it, it makes perfect sense to me in all this, especially with the religions part where we're going to see things in, through the eye of our own religions mm -hmm. because that's how we were brought up. Yeah. You know, some people won't see anything because they don't, you know, they're, they're not into religion or whatever. But I mean, every, everybody's got their own views on religion, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think that ghost hunting is part of this mm -hmm. because it, it shows that consciousness continues and it shows that there are conscious attempts at communication. Mm -hmm. And that's part of all of this study. So, hearing your stories and hearing your experiences just tickle me because it's not just me experiencing it. Right. You're experiencing it and thousands of other people are experiencing it across the globe. You know, it's never fun when, when a loved one dies, you know, or even, even a, a, a beloved animal, but after doing this for 18 years, it kind of takes the sting out of it because like you say, they continue. Yeah. Different form, but they continue. You know, so they're always there. I know my mother's here. I know my I know my brother's here. My dad was here the other day. You know, so I know they're here. I see my deceased dogs running around. I mean, guys, don't think I'm nuts. But I do see my deceased dogs running around my house sometimes. You know, yeah. I catch glimpses of them. So they're not really gone. They've just changed form. And it's, it's kind of, in a lot of ways, it's comforting. Do yeah, you know that? Absolutely. Absolutely. The only thing that died is this body and this body is organic and of earth. We're just borrowing material from earth to kind of view life, whether you're a dog or a person or whatever it is. And when you're done, this body goes back into the earth. It's recycled and it's used to grow and build other things. Mm -hmm. But our consciousness is still there. And that vibrational code, that unique code that each of us has is still there. So when you're in your house, and that vibrational code comes by, your brain says, I know that one. And it can translate it into looking like your dog running through the, the house. But it's your mom's signature or it's your dad's signature. And those never go away. That never, ever goes away, which actually just confirms that this body and this, not the body, but the life is complete. Because if your mom's signature had to come down and live with something else, then your mom's signature wouldn't be visiting you. Right, right, right. <laughs> it would be doing something else. But your mom's signature is there and it's eternal and it's never going away. And that love that she has for you is, is still there. The other thing I found interesting with all this, because I went through a lot of death last year, you know, one after the other, one after the other with people. And I, 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 I have a new dog. And I happened to get her, my, I was looking for one, kind of looking for one. But it's funny because my dad, uh, we, we used to have boats, you know, for recreation. And he always named his boats Gypsy Rose. And the breeder that I deal with for my Kelpies says, well, I have this dog. And I thought, oh, man, I don't know if I'm ready for a dog. That was around, like, what, February of last year. 
uh, February, February of this year. And I thought, man, I don't know if I'm quite ready for, for the last year. I don't know if I'm quite ready for a dog. And so it, it looked like my, my dog that had passed away like 15 years ago. And I was excited about that. But again, you know, I don't know. It's going to be a little more free to do what I want without having to have to, you know, deal with the dog. And she says, well, you want to know what her name is? And I said, yeah, tell me your name. And she says, it's Gypsy. Oh. And I went, wow, that's my dog. Yeah. My father has found a dog for me. I love that story. And I believe that wholeheartedly. I would have thought the exact same thing. Yeah. You just know. It's not it's not even like you're just you're thinking of it. It you just it hits you like lightning. You're like, oh, okay, no brainer. That's my dog and it's from my dad. Yeah. I mean it's a one in a million shot that the dog is gonna be named Gypsy, right? And I just yeah. went, okay, I gotta have this dog. That's all there is to it. He picked her out for me. And she's the sweetest dog I have ever mm -hmm. had. And um he, he, he was always good with dogs. Had good taste of dogs. So, yeah, yeah. so that was uh, that was my aha moment. Yeah. So do you call her Gypsy Rose? I call her Gypsy and Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gypsy Rose when she's. Be honest, she's good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> and she grew up in a bar. Get over here, Gypsy she, Rose. <laughs> Gypsy Rose, what are you doing? She grew up in a barn mm -hmm. because she was a working dog. She was being trained to be a working dog, and she failed. She has deep feelings. <laughs> and so when the breeder was trying to get her to do work and, and, and she would like say something mean to her or whatever, you know, to get her to work, the dog would the the, 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 the dog would seize up and sit and turn around and not want to deal with it. Oh. <laughs> so she's getting better about that stuff, you know, but if, if I do yeah, get mad at her or something, she'll sit there like this. Oh I'm like, don't you pull that with me. But that's okay. I get it, you know. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, so that was my big aha moment, you know, was with the dog. And I thought, well, dang, what are the chances? It's got to be my dad. Yeah. You know, finding me a dog. So. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> one story. of my things, you know. But she's the one that's the most attentive to the ghost of the house. She mm -hmm. sees everything. Oh, and wow. The first Kelpie I had, I used to see him, too. And I used to come home from work. And she'd be cowering behind a chair in my living room. Yeah, because it, I don't know, they'd be chasing her or whatever it was, you know. But uh, yeah, I used to watch it. My, you know, I think I think it's my, my one uncle who had Kelpies too, and there were a bunch of bottles of Coke, you know, those big bottles. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to buy them, and so he'd just put them on the floor. Where the hell are you gonna store them, right? And I used to watch my dog walk by, and someone would knock them over in front of her, and it looked like bowling pins going over, and she her whole legs would be splailing everywhere, and you know, some ghost got a charge out of it. Oh wow! <laughs> so, someone with a sense of humor, right? Yeah, they dog. definitely have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just I love talking to you because we're like kindred spirits. We are. We experience the same things. <laughs> we have yes, active, you know, active over, ghosts. Over the years, there's people you run into that you just click with, and you and I click That's right away. The first interview, we do it. You know. Oh, it was great. And here we are, like five interviews later. We're still good. I know it. But it's fun. It's fun talking to you. I'm relaxed talking to you. It's like talking to of my family, you know. And, and yeah. it makes for a nice interview. So yeah. what's next for you? What's going to happen now? Well, I have, I'm going to be busy cleaning around here. We're doing a lot of bonfires and, and things like that. Kind of cleaning up debris from the flood. And then in October, I'm going to be in 
Mesa, Arizona. And the mm -hmm. first week of October, I have a seminar session coming up. So it's three days long. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll do everything from, I don't know, Qui-Gon all the way to um, talking and talking and learning and learning about consciousness. Uh, everything that we can think of. But I think it's, I, I have a schedule, but depending on the people there and what they want to talk about, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be kind of free flowing because I really do want it to be tailored to people so they get the most of their experience that they possibly can. So that's going to be fun. And then I'm going to stay on, depending on what's going on here, I'm going to stay on a few more weeks. And I have some studies that I'm doing out there um, with the death process. So mm -hmm. I'll be working on that. And then come back here and have winter in Vermont with a lot of snow, I hope. There you go. I love white Christmases. It's so cool. Yes. So cool. I'll send you some snow. It might be water by the time it gets to you, but I'll send you some. <laughs> when we had our house up north, we would drive up every, like every other Christmas. And it was neat because it was always snowing. And you'd wake up and there wasn't a lot of snow. Mel, she asked got all the snow, but it was enough snow to step outside and go, ah, you know. It's oh, I like it. Obviously. You, know, so that was going on. <laughs> you didn't even know um, that I had a past life regression done. No, I did not. I Tell did. me how that I went. I, I did it live on the show. <laughs> you did not. You did a I live. Did. I did oh, a live. my gosh. Okay. When was that? I'm going to look it up. I'll have to get that. I'll send you the date. I don't know what, what it was. I got to remember what it was. Nancy was Mast it this year? Yeah. Nancy Mass did the regression for me. Okay. So I did it live. But the funny thing is, in uh, I have a, um, a soulmate that uh, I think is a twin flame, and uh, we both know we're soulmates. And the, and this person came up in the regression. Wow. So it goes back to the, the other life, you know, and then I have another friend that turns out to be our daughter. So that's kind of scary. Wow. It's funny how the circles, that's interesting. you know, kind of stay together. I'll yeah. get you the date on that. Yeah. So, but I did do a live. <laughs> Here. <laughs> okay. Send me the link. I want to watch it. The other question I have was, you know, with all the fairy activity you have, do you feed them? Do you leave food out for of course. Okay, that's the same. I make them. I make them cupcakes all the time. <laughs> they love cake. They do. Um, they do. They love cakes and cookies and yeah. So whether they're sharing it with the animals, they could be. But I, I do. I, I, I treat everybody that I can treat, and I have built so many fairy homes. Not that they actually live in the fairy homes that I built, but. It's, it's fun. And I do put the treats like in the fairy homes. Sometimes I put them on the roof of the fairy homes, but I don't know. I love playing with them. I really do. It's, it's like a game of tag, a really great, fantastic game of tag that's ongoing. That's fantastic. You know, going as a ghost hunter, I've had the opportunity up in the, up, up in the gold country to run into Tommy knockers. Oh, and Those so devious little yeah, guy. Yes, so I'm forever telling the, my clients you're going to have to put food out, you know, to yeah. to feed them, to keep them at bay. The other thing that happens here, and I know uh, my, my my good friend Trish will tell me, my sister mm -hmm. when I was a kid used to try to amuse me, I was yeah. used to amuse, with a mirror and the light, right? The, oh, it's Tinkerbell, look, watch this, you know, because we had yeah, dark yeah, family. Yeah. Well, I will occasionally see the flashes. 
Wow. And it's the fairies in my house. It's really cool. Yeah. You know, I'll see them in my hallway where, where, where it's really dark. So yeah. I, I get that kind of action going on. So I know I have fairies inside, and I know I must have some wood fairies and stuff outside. There's some fairy yeah. folk out there as yeah. well. So it's interesting. And we actually did an investigation during COVID that involved fairies. Oh, did you? At somebody's house, yeah. Oh, wow. What was going on there? Um, this one, one child was autistic, and he could see them. Mm-hmm. And so he would see them fly, like flying or walking around. And then they were hearing voices from outside. And, I, and you know, of course, we're going to look and see, well, how far from the street is it? Yada, yada, yada. And as it turned out, it was fairies. You could actually, I think I picked them up on a digital voice recorder where you could hear the fairy voices talking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can hear fairy voices. They're not, it's harder to get um, a specter to, to get the voice clearly. Right. But fairy voices, you can hear. They don't speak English um, mm -hmm. typically, but you know they can because they're around us. It'd be like learning a foreign language for them. But you can definitely hear the distinction of their voices, the distinction of word, and mm -hmm. that little sing-songy sound that they make. So that is really that's really cool that you got that on recording as well. Oh yeah, yeah. and then me, you know. I've studied up all this stuff, mm -hmm. but I never really came in contact with them. And when she, when this, when the sensitive that was on the team first mentioned it was fairies, I kind of looked at her and went, "Yeah, okay, whatever." You know, <laughs> but yeah, by the end of the investigation, I was pretty well convinced that that it was fairy activity on this wow. property. Yeah, and I told you know, I told the client, I said, "You're very fortunate, but they're going to play with your son. He's autistic, you know, and this is what happens okay. because toys were getting moved around and." things like that and uh yeah but they were but for the most part they were harmless he was just concerned because he the the, the little boy would talk to him yeah he didn't know what they, you know what they were talking to mm -hmm. so yeah wow no i i do i love i love fairy activity um the tommy knockers are a little bit different i was gonna say i think last time on our talk i i spoke about garnet montana which is an amazing ghost town and they have tommy knockers up there and, yeah. and I'm telling you, if you guys ever drive through Montana, go up to the little Garnet gold mine um, or the Garnet ghost town and you will, I'll guarantee it, you will have some sort of haunting activity, whether it's fairy or spirit or even the Tommy knockers. But they have the caretaker's cabin that's just like if you're looking at the town, I think the caretaker's cabin is off to the left and kind of up in the woods. Mm -hmm. walk between the town and that cabin and every hair on your arm and on the back of your neck is going to stand mm -hmm. up crazy because it is just, you feel it that it is so freaking haunted up there. That's one of the most haunted places I think I've ever been. I would love to travel and do that, you know, to be able to yeah. look at some of these different haunted places and stuff. I'm still working on we my should, book. We should go there. meet somewhere and do we it. We should. We should do that. We should I mean, for that. real. We talk about it all the time, but we actually make a plan. <laughs> I got all kinds of new toys to play with, too. Oh, awesome. What do you have? I just got two. I have two SLS cameras. Uh-huh. I got a bunch of infrared cameras. I've got any meter you can possibly think of mm -hmm. to get out there and investigate stuff. I've got digital voice recorders of almost every kind. Oh, wow. Audio, you know, so, I mean, we, we can play. We that would play. be super fun. And I've got things that light up because because I used to film for a TV show and I always collected things that lit up. 
yeah. know, she could see in the dark. But I also inherited from my friend who passed away, I inherited all her, her equipment. So I've got things that light up and all kinds of equipment. Wow. So it's fun. It's fun, fun, fun. Uh-huh. All righty then. We have a plan. Well, sort yes. of. We, we have, have a plan in the making. In the making, yeah. <laughs> to get together and do this stuff. And that's it's a goal I have. Once I get my health issues out of the way, yes, I, I want to get back out in the real world again and start, you know, functioning like a real person again so I can do stuff. Good. Just had too, many, too much health things going on. Hopefully the meditation will cure that. I hope so. That's what I'll, I'll be crossing my fingers and sending good energy. Absolutely. Meredith, it's always fun to have you on. I thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I really enjoy our talks. <laughs> and I think of you often. Just I so think you know. of you as well. Yeah, I think of you as well. I think of you as well. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. I hope the house or the, the, the castle settles down for you and the property, you know, and things start to slowly get back to normal. It, it doesn't get back to normal right away. It takes a while, you know, for things yeah. to start sliding back to normal. So I feel right. for you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay. Have a great one. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. It's always fun to talk to Marin. Love talking to Marin. Like she says, we are just kindred spirits. Kindred spirits. Tomorrow's show is going to be interesting. I don't have anything. To be honest, there's nothing scheduled at this point. But I do have a pain management appointment in the morning. So <laughs> things can change drastically. Or I'll, I might just come on and talk about some of our adventures, ghost hunting or something like that along that line. Maybe I can get Karen to come on with me. But uh, yeah, either way, there's going to be something out there, whether it's a best of or something that will that, be there for you guys tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. So I'll make sure I have it out for you. But I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. I really appreciate it um, for the new people that came in. Again, if you like what you hear, we are doing shows Sunday through Friday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Sundays, I read from a paranormal-themed book, which is why I'm reading Marin's book right now. I'll be reading her other book. Uh, we read for an hour on Sunday. It kind of gets people relaxed enough to get into the weekend, you know, get, come out of the weekend and get and go into work and stuff. So you can kind of have some, some downtime on a Sunday evening. Um, and then the rest of the week, it's guests like Marin. I'm, I'm talking about paranormal guests, uh, UFOs, and things like that, ghost stories, you know, people that have done a lot of research in, 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 in all the fields. And, uh, it, and we do that Monday through Friday. So if that's something you're interested in, come on back, you know, during the week. And uh, we've got some great guests lined up. Uh, next week is going to be an interesting week because with all the activity going on in Congress about the UAPs and all that, I'm going to have a whole week of, 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 of of guests that have been that have been contactees and people that can talk about the the, the recent government uh, revelations with the UAPs. So we're going to do a whole uh, extraterrestrial week. We'll call it the extraterrestrial week. So that will be next week, starting on Monday. So just to give you guys a heads up. But anyway, I want to thank you all again. And if you haven't done so already, leave me some happy faces, heart, show me some love. Um, follow if you're on YouTube, subscribe. I appreciate it, but thank you all very much, and I will see you guys one way or another, probably tomorrow or Wednesday live, okay? So just just be on the lookout tomorrow for stuff, and uh, something will definitely be here for you to watch. Thanks. So here's Mary's information. Website, marymeter.com. Ah, the book is Your Quantum Brain, A Life to Savor. Uh, second book, 
I can't read that, okay? But it's it, it's an inside really big. <laughs> I apologize, I can't read. And Barry Letters, the book of Barry Letters is the one we're currently reading. And of course you can get those at Amazon and probably from Mary's website. Anyway, I want to apologize for dropping the S-bomb earlier. Uh, you know, I, it suddenly Marin wasn't there and it really irritated me. But uh, that was my fault for hitting the wrong button. I'm a button pusher. But anyway, I want to thank everybody again. And I hope to see you guys later tomorrow and later on in the week. So have a great evening. And if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hate the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. All right. Well, thank you very much. And I will see you. Bye.